Hello, everybody. Welcome to our second episode uh, here at the Crystal Beach Broadcasting Company. Uh, today we have uh, uh, somebody special with us. It's uh, Robin from the Crystal Ball Cafe. Hi, Robin. Hi, Jean-Pierre. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Yeah. Tell us a little bit. Where Where is this uh, Crystal Ball Cafe? Well, it's interesting because when I first opened the cafe, I, um, I just used sneakers as a landmark on Erie Road because sneakers has been here for 27 years and I'm, ex I'm right beside the sneaker sports bar. So I'm at Erie Road and Maplewood, um, but I'm right next to my good neighbor, Goran Milkovic. So Crystal Ball and sneakers are neighbors. Okay, very good. Very good. And when did you start your, your cafe? When, when did the adventure start? The adventure started uh, Father's Day, June 17th, 2019. Or sorry, 2018, I believe it was. Yeah. Okay. Right. We're coming in our third year. Oh, my gosh. Maybe it was 2017. <laughs> <laughs> 2018. We're in, we're in our third year of Where business, it... whatever, that may, whatever that math does. I just remember it being Father's Day because I remember I was supposed to open the Saturday, and I think I had a meltdown. So I had to wait to open it another day and calm my nerves. <laughs> Yeah, time flies when we're having fun, right? So yes, very much so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so what what brought you to? Are you native from uh, Crystal Beach or Fort Erie, or do you come from here? Where Where do you come from? What's your What's your background? Um, my background, most recently living um, the past, you know, prior to moving here, eighteen years in Brawny on the west side of Oakville, and uh, prior to that. Um, all over the place, I would say. I've been lucky to travel and stay in a number of places in Canada and born in Montreal, did my school in Quebec City and uh, been able to see a lot of Canada and even lived a little while in Key West, Florida. So that's that's a lot of fun too. Um, but discovering Crystal Beach was only about nine years ago when I came down for a beach day with some friends. Yeah. And uh, then a beach day turned into about six beach days during that summer, I think. And then that turned into a week-long cottage rental on Schoolie, followed by another two years of doing that. And then uh, I just thought, wow, this is a really interesting place. One of these days, maybe I'll retire here. <laughs> <laughs> and then that accelerated to seeing this property that uh, the cafe is located in, which we live on the second floor above. Okay. And uh, came out here and... Uh, decided to do a very big change of lifestyle and slow things down a little. I, I was a single mom with my son and, uh, you know, Oakville was becoming a place I didn't recognize. Mm. And uh, so we moved here, but I was 20 years in the computer technology industry. So I had uh, no, the, the idea of a cafe was, was not at all in my mindset when we moved here. Okay, and what what gave you? I mean, you must have had passion, maybe uh, for coffee or something, or you, you know. Like, yeah, I, I'm hearing that your your brew is is very good there. So <laughs> it, we're lucky; it's very good here. Um, we, I, I'd have to say, probably if I really make the connection, it was probably when we were vacationing and and renting a cottage the first couple of years of exploring Crystal Beach and. Uh, I had, we had, me and my sister had young kids start a little later in life, having children and, you know, waking up with young kids in the morning on your vacation with maybe having a little, uh, to drink the night before. We're like, Oh my God, could we just get a coffee and just, you know, walk these kids and get some energy out of them and everything. And, 
and there was really nothing around. So I think that that kind of always sat with me or sort of, you know, was, was kind of sitting in the background. Um, but as I say, it was, uh, when I moved here, I was in a completely different industry and, um, and so I was able to do my job remotely because I was in technology. So I figured, you know, moving to Crystal Beach wouldn't be such a stretch if I had to do some customer facings in, in Toronto, North Toronto, um, even if I had to, you know, jump on a plane and maybe go to Montreal or, or wherever. So it was, it was pretty doable. All of it was very doable. And then I lost my job and uh, I was working for a company out of the States. They wanted to take all the jobs um, internally and have U.S. folks manage the business. So I found myself without a job and I was like, well, maybe it's time for a big change. And that's when I thought, you know, I, I think this place has got so much uh, so much depth to it and so many layers and so much, uh, from what I could tell community or people that were very fascinating. And I'm like, I think they just need a little hub, a little place to kind of connect at their volition, you know, like nothing forceful, like, let's just, let's just make the coffee. <laughs> and yeah. lo and behold, it was, uh, it was a good decision. Yeah. And, and you said three years, I mean, you, you, I mean, you you were right at the beginning. I mean, it, there's a lot of businesses uh, now coming to uh, to Crystal Beach, so so the landscape is uh, changing very much. So so it makes it even more interesting to uh, to come to Crystal Beach for um, yeah for beachgoers or or whatever. So so it's uh, it's very nice. I, I like the, the atmosphere for myself. I, I've been in the region here for five years. And uh, more and more, all of these uh, cafes or little restaurants, I mean, uh, I love it. Yeah, likewise. So it's really emerging. It's lovely that it's like such a independent state. Um, you know, I lived in Key West for a little while, and this very much reminds me of, you know, it's kind of like the Key West of the North. Yeah. It's There's yeah. a lot of artistic people here. There's a lot of very academic people here. Yeah. Um, Who, who like their privacy will come out on their own terms, you know, like I, I joke because when, when the summer happens, you don't see any of our locals around. They like retreat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then the fall and Labor Day comes and, and people slowly kind of come back and reconnect. So I, I, I almost, I almost favor winter here, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And, and, Uh, what what I like also, and what what I've seen, and it was a kind of a, the inspiration for me to do these uh, these podcasts here, is that uh, it's it's blooming even though there's a, a pandemic, uh, right? So so there's a lot of uh, uh, little stores uh, uh, growing everywhere, and and uh, yeah, during the pandemic, so so I find it very very exciting actually, uh, very courageous as well. Um, how has it uh, affected you in your, in your cafe, uh, the pandemic? Well, um, well, it's, you know, it's sad. I have to yeah. say it, it's, it is sad. Um, I feel like I feel very grateful. Like I am probably one of the luckiest business owners um, in that, I have this takeout window that kind of keeps is our lifeline. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be the clothing optional window. I'm not going to lie. When we first started, it was so people who were wearing just bathing suits wouldn't come rolling up just with the sand between their toes and, and sit yeah. with their sandy bottoms on my on my seats or whatever. It was supposed to just be, you know, come on up to the takeout window, the clothing optional window, and we'll serve you there. But now it's turned out to be the COVID-19 window. Yeah. Um, it, uh, I miss I miss our community. Um, I think they miss connecting with one another. Um, people joke that it's kind of like our place is kind of like Cheers, you know, yeah. where everyone knows your name kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, you come in and 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 people. It's been so fascinating seeing people like connect here because they could be living on the same street and maybe not know that. And then they all of a sudden take a coffee together and they're like, oh, wow, you're my neighbor. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so I really miss all of those facets about um, our little hub. Um, we used to, uh, and we still will, um, the first Saturday of the month, we would feature a local artist and we would do mm-hmm. like an artist social and launch them like a little vernissage and have them have their artwork for the entire month up in the cafe and yeah. I specifically built a uh, or had a slat board wall built on the main part of the cafe so that uh, installing and you know taking out art would be very easy and it wouldn't be so much to install because everything's level and you can just just you know merchandise it and assort it as you wish so um I think we were becoming known a little bit for the first Saturday of the month as, as like a customer appreciation, meet the artists, see what they have, you know, what their style is. And it was also lovely for me because then it was a win-win, right? I got to connect with this artist network who, because they would be very, and are typically pretty proud to invite their people in to see, you know, what's, what's cooking and what their, what their uh, exhibit is like. So it was, uh, so those were just lovely. And as I say, it's a, an, an unbelievable artistic community here. And from, from amateurs to just, you know, every, every genre of art. And so that, that I miss that a lot. And I think people miss that a lot. And we always had a, a jazz trio, Mark Pelomeni, who a lot of people know in this community, he's a drummer. Mm-hmm plays at the chandelier he's played lots of times in the falls and etc and he would sort of be my band leader and he would make sure that the the feel was right for the evening and you know there's the uh, cafe is all board and batten wood so the acoustics are just lovely so that's a very big miss um and uh and now with the COVID going into the cooler weather, whereas before last March, it was kind of on the upswing. So that was, you know, nice. So I, I think it, it's been tough, I think, on everybody. But back to the point that we are grateful because we live upstairs. So you have to pay to live, so to speak. And so it's not like I'm paying rent and not gaining any revenue, but um yeah, it's some days. Some days are some it's days are the tough. Same, right? Yeah, it's and it's not, not, the, not same. the same. Yeah, no. yeah, but but it's exactly this that I wanted to bring out by doing this podcast. Also, I mean, you uh, you know, you you store owners, uh, cafe owners, uh, you had to readapt uh, to to a situation. I think that you you did it uh, very wonderfully. I mean, uh, I'm glad you had. Uh, I'm sure you're glad you you had that window now and and, oh. and serve <laughs> serve the people. Uh, you know, so that's uh, you have to see the positive. I mean, we we hear so much negative.
narrative and that's uh and that's very nice uh that that we can have you also you know and and get uh, i know my wife my kids you know they they go to your window and it's uh it, it's really yeah it's it's really great um and and you know it's uh it's a very great feeling um even though it's a it's a pandemic, I, I think you know we have to see it's going to end at some point. Uh, we all want that you guys are there, so uh, so we'll encourage you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, um, that's what it's for. And, and just talking about Crystal Beach again, um, wh where do you see Crystal Beach like in five years? Put the pandemic away. Uh, where where do you see it? I mean, there's there's a lot of things growing here. Uh, where do you see it? You know, I, I I think I think there is uh, a, a feel and an energy that's that's all about this place. Um, I I mean I see Erie Road being really vibrant and um, and alive, and you know it'd be interesting. Uh, I talk with some of the folks on Derby and and some of those smaller businesses and man, wouldn't it be nice to see something like the distillery district there, like a, or a old port or, you know, just, just uh, close to vehicular traffic so that it's um, almost like a marche all the time mm -hmm. where people can just stroll, who knows, maybe a couple water fountains or something like that. Erie road, um, you know, it's, it's a main, obviously it's the main traffic vein to get to the Bay beach entrance. Right. So, yeah. um, I I just I just see it as being a really vibrant, interesting, independent, artsy, creative place. Um, you know, I, I I think that there's a lot of heart here and a lot of creativity. So I, I'm hopeful that that just keeps on growing. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, very good ideas, what you just mentioned there. Like, uh, I like that thing with the distillery district, and it's uh, uh, it's a good it's a good vibe vibe mm -hmm. to have. Yeah, I mean, the parking is always problematic here. Yeah. They, yeah. you know, the town. I feel, um, you know, we could all pitch in and, and help out with our creative sense and and trying and mm -hmm. wrap our heads around parking. I mean. Uh, I'm part of the BIA and the BIA has some great ideas and some great strengths behind it as well. And uh, Kirk Fretz is a chair right now. And, you know, he's, we, we've, you know, bounced around ideas like why isn't there an interesting shuttle that goes along Erie road, right? Like get the, yeah. get the parking out of this area and mm -hmm. have an interesting shuttle. It could even be a tour, like almost like a, if anyone's been to, to Key West is the, you know, the comp train or whatever. And it's like, yeah. you know, there's so much history here that people don't realize. They just think of it as the area where the park used to be or the mm -hmm. railway used to be. And it's like, yeah, but yeah. why not, why not talk about those things and, and talk about why the queen circles, the queen circle and the king mm -hmm. circle. And the, you know, there's, there's some interesting history that I think people would kind of get on board with if, if we almost did it a little bit, touristy that way so i don't yeah. know just an idea yeah yeah that's nice and what do you say to entrepreneurs that uh, that want to come to crystal beach uh i will take the advice that uh in my heart i knew but um i'm, I'm sure you uh, you may be familiar with planks um yeah. who is one of the founding businesses here you know prior to uh 
actually interesting connection because Ashlyn, who is uh, does much of the design and it's her baby and her husband, Keith, have uh, this great business and they have had a nice retail presence and they have great online uh, presence as well. Um, and they've they've moved a couple times, but Ashland back in the day when this building that I'm in right now that that hosts the cafe, it used to be a hat haberdashery. So they used to design hats here and sell hats. And she was one of the designers here. Um, so uh, I got to know them fairly early on when I you know started living here. And I remember Keith saying, "You gotta be open." And honest to goodness, Jean Pierre, that is like I have kept that in my heart because I wanted to be since inception, the cafe that is open. We're open seven days a week, seven to four. I think it's a little bit off the beaten track for people to come to Crystal Beach. And I think, unfortunately, the worst thing that can kind of happen to a guest experience, if you will, is that they they come and the doors are closed. Mm -hmm. It's disappointing, I think, all around. And I'm not saying it's easy to be open seven days a week. Maybe that's not everybody's, you know, thing. And I get that, but... Um, and it's obviously very challenging right now during COVID when yeah. you don't have traffic. And even in the winter, it's challenging, mm. um, which is a large reason why it went with a consumable like coffee. Hopefully yeah. it would be good coffee that would bring them back every day, right? To keep the machine moving. Yeah. So my best advice is you have to be open. Mm. Yeah, figure out, figure out your time and be open. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So now I'm going to give you a few minutes, uh, a sales pitch for uh, uh, for your cafe. What do you want to tell the people out there? Uh, you know, I think our lead-in is definitely our coffee. We've we've uh, partnered with 416 Coffee. And despite the 416 number being a Toronto exchange, uh, uh, my coffee guys are Chris and Carm Batagli, and they are amazing um, Italian descent. Uh, they are in St. Catharines. They do small batch roasted coffee, 300 pounds at a time. Uh, they partner with all of the uh, farmers and the farming, so they have a direct line to all of their beans. They've just recently opened a very small retail facing of their own in Port Dalhousie. Mm -hmm. um, and they are my guys. They are my espresso. They are my decaf. They are my drip coffee. And they are amazing. Um, and we've partnered since day one. So it is the coffee that I think, you know, keeps people coming back. I think, you know, when we're open, it's our atmosphere, et cetera. And, you know, we don't do anything too complicated. My notion was that if people are dashing and going to the beach, you know, they want to have some quick grab and go stuff. So we, uh, we sell a lot of paninis. We do um, soups and chili, quiche, um, we also added breakfast sandwiches to our lineup, which have been very popular as well. We do three different types of breakfast sandwiches. So it's stuff that you can have on the daily, certainly. Um, we do hot dogs and milkshakes as well in the summertime. And I guess they've caught on so much because I thought the hot dogs would be seasonal, but people keep on asking for them. So we keep, <laughs> we keep doing hot dogs all year round. So yeah, that's been, that's been going great as well. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that, you know, and I, and the team who works here, they're pretty phenomenal too. I think people connect with them as well. You know, I mean, they're very much part of the heart of this place. And, uh, and I, and I feel that guests like to come in here and, and connect with us. So it's, it's a high honor. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Very nice sales pitch. 
very inviting. So everybody, uh, <laughs> come on down to Crystal Ball uh, uh, Cafe. So, um, so I think uh, this concludes our our podcast. I, I thank you very much. I'm uh, I'm looking forward after the pandemic to uh, to find your cafe again and, uh, and and come and see the artists, the local artists uh, uh, in there. Um, that's uh, that's very interesting. That's very very much fun. So uh, I like that vibe. Um, you know, um, during the pandemic. You know, we'll we'll try to help you uh, help you out uh, out there. So uh, support you. Uh, that's what uh, locals uh, locals do, and uh, and uh, we'll we'll see each other uh, at the end of the the pandemic. And then uh, uh, I think that that's going to be much fun. I think I I hope for a big beach party here in yeah. uh, in Crystal Beach. I hope that the mayor uh, opens up the beach and uh, makes a, a big. Uh, beach party because uh, I think people want to see people right now and that's uh, that's really important um, yeah so so thank you very much everybody this was uh, Robin from the Crystal Ball Cafe thank you very thank much thank you very much thank you Jean-Pierre thank you <laughs>